In the shadow of your wings I will abide forever And hear my spirit sings I will rejoice in you, my God Welcome to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. The Granby Christian Church desires the lost to be saved and the believer to passionately pursue Christ in all that they do. Let's join Pastor John Marins for today's message. Friends, welcome. Sitting right here in the studios of KNEO with me is our dear friend, Jane's friend, and my friend, Linda Starkweather. Welcome, Linda. Thank you. Thank you, John. I'm so glad you're here tonight. We're going to be enjoying spending time talking together in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're going to talk about His mother. Linda, I've heard your personal testimony in the past, and I've been so blessed with it. So before we read and before we talk, would you just tell us a little bit about yourself so our listeners can be more familiar with you? Well, I was uh, born in Fairview, Missouri, which is not too far from here, and uh, moved to Joplin when I was seven years old. So I've lived in this area all my life, graduated from Joplin High School. I went to college out at Southern for a few years. I did not graduate because I got married and had children. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. Yes, that's right. And I have wonderful children. I have two great sons God's blessed me with, and uh, Rick is the oldest, and he has the Chick-fil-A's in Joplin and who I work for also. (laughs) And Jeff was uh, athletic director of the Joplin schools for 11 years before he retired. So I'm very proud of both of my boys. But the thing I'm most proud of is like it says, and I think is it second or third John? I'm not sure. Nothing makes me uh, happier than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. So, and both they are, they both are. And that makes me the happiest. Well, praise the Lord. Linda, would you pray for us as we begin tonight? We're going to be talking about Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Linda, pray for us that the Lord will lead us in our discussion. Would you? Father, we come to you right now as we're going to be speaking about uh, and studying about Mary. And and Father, just uh, open our hearts and our minds to see what you want us to see and uh, to help us to realize uh, the miracle that it was that you created in Mary and and, uh, through her obedience to you. So we love you, Lord, and we're just seeking to know you better and to praise you and and Lord, just to worship you for who you are and for what you've done for us at, on Calvary. So thank you, Lord. Just guide us and direct us tonight as we have this program that it will bring glory to you. We ask these things in your precious son's name. Amen. Amen, Linda. From Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse 26. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town of Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God, and you will be with child and give birth, give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great. He'll be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord will give him the throne of his father David, and he'll reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How can this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? 
The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said, then the angel left her. Wow, what a mm-hmm. testimony, Linda. Wow. Yes. Why was Mary so favored by God, you think, Linda? You know, I was looking at that word favor. Mm-hmm. And, and when I was looking in the scriptures about favor, it says God favored her. And then it, I, I had to look up and it, I remember about Joseph in the Old Testament. You know, he was thrown into prison because he was accused of something he was innocent of. But it says that while he was in prison, God was with him and that he, he showed, uh, fa- granted favor, uh, the, the warden, the prison warden, uh, granted favor. God used that. So it's God. You can see it's, it's God gives it. And, and why? You ask that question. I think it's because of obedience. They obeyed yes. God. They uh, Joseph ran. Uh, he didn't commit sin. He ran from it. And he obeyed God. And God granted him favor. Uh, I think one of my you know this from me because you know my favorite verses, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. But yes. uh, the third chapter of Proverbs is so good because it's instructing uh, someone about, um, let me see here. It says, uh, do not forget my teachings, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will provide your life many years and bring you prosperities. But here's what I love, John. Let love and fullness never leave you. Now, this is love for God and love of faithfulness. I said fullness, it's love and faithfulness. Bind them around your neck and write them on the tablet of your heart. Because if you do that, here's what it says, then you will want, you will win favor with God and man. Clear, isn't it? Yeah, it's clear. It's what, what do we have to do? What do we have to do to win favor with God? We have to obey him. We have obey. to love him. We have to follow him. What was the basis of Mary's faith? You know, she stepped out in faith. You know, mm-hmm. What was the basis of that? Well, I believe she had a strong faith. I believe she knew the Word. I believe she, she had been instructed in the Word. So I, I credit her parents there that they were probably instructed, because she was young. Yes. So she, she was young, and I think it was because she believed in God, and she believed His Word. So yielding to God is really important. Yes. What, is, what especially about Mary impressed you about her yielding completely well, to the will of God? I think that that verse that you just read, it says, it does reveal Mary's submission. She submitted to that, uh, to his will. Uh, I love the way she said, I, I'm your servant or I'm your handmaiden. Uh, and you do with me what you want. Isn't that wonderful? That's that, wonderful. Isn't, and that's what we need to do. You know, when God presents something, that's, wouldn't it be wonderful we could just say, okay, Lord, just do what with us what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've done that, and you've done that, and there's times I wished I had have done that, and I Me didn't too, do it. <laughs> yes. But, yes, I think it's wonderful. I think that just really revealed, that statement reveals her heart. You know, when we obey God, it impacts other people. It influences other yes. people, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. 
Who all did Mary influence because of her? Oh, beauty? my goodness. I think she not only influenced her family, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there was other uh people around her but you know elizabeth remember what happened when she went to see elizabeth the baby you know jumped in her tummy in elizabeth's tummy so you know she just uh i think she and and then of course joseph sure mm-hmm. and she's influencing us today isn't mm-hmm. it yes when does faith become reality linda i think faith doesn't become reality until you act on it yes it has to have action You know, it's like when God came to you and and you saw, well, in Scripture, it says that Jesus led a perfect life, and it tells us that he's the Son of God. So, and I guess the thing that really gets you is when the days that you realize and that I realize with my life, it was my sin that caused him to hang there. It was my sin. And what a blessing it is to know that he loved me enough to do that. So it's just, uh, we've got to be obedient to his word. Sometimes people shy away from the direction that God has given them, the divine directions mm-hmm. in his word. Why, why do you think people shy away from, from listening and obeying? I think sometimes they question, you know, it's, we, we question too much. We, you know, when he brings things, we think, oh, is that really God? Is that really the Lord speaking to me? But I think most of all, it's fear. It's fear of what, what's it going to cost me? What's it going to, you know, is it going to cost me my job? Can I, you know, is it going to cost me my relationship with my family? Uh, you know, I know the Jews have a real problem with this because if they accept Christ, uh, they can lose their whole family. Yes. So uh, I, we had a, a missionary uh, speak at our church, and he's from India. And uh, if the government's very anti, anti Christianity, and so he has to be very careful, so his faith can could really cost him. So I think that's the main thing that we do is we, it's fear, and then what's it going to cost me? Right. So what marks a person as worthy of? praise in the eyes of God. When God looks across the the world and he's wanting to praise somebody, what kind of a person does he praise? One that's obedient. Yes. That's the main thing is, you know, that trust and obey. I love that. I love that song, you know, and it's so true. It's just, it's simple, but it's true. Uh, When I, uh, I've been reading in the Old Testament and oh my gosh, when I saw all the rules and regulations (laughs) that they had to keep, it, it blows my mind. I think, Lord, I, I couldn't have kept it. And then I realized that's why we needed a Savior. We can't, we can't do it. He is so holy. And I think sometimes, John, we don't recognize how holy God is. And I know the day will come when we'll fall at his feet because that's what everybody does when they see him. Because we will really realize how, how sinful we are and how holy God is. And uh, so... But he just see all he wants is just to trust him and obey yes, he him. Does. Linda, when was there a time in your life when uh, God was directing you to do something? It just seemed totally impossible, but you just still went ahead and obeyed. Well, one of the struggles I had as a new Christian was this matter of tithing. And uh, I wanted to do it. And I knew that it was in Scripture, so I wanted to obey it. But I would find myself, you know, sometimes I would and sometimes I wouldn't. So finally I just went to the Lord and said, okay, I'm making a commitment. I'm writing it in the front of my Bible. Yours will be the first check I ever write. 
well, that sounds fine and good. Well, then when my husband got sick and he was off work for five months mm-hmm. and uh, we were going to have a big total of an income of $105 a week, which comes to about, what, $420. Our rent was 500 so it wasn't even going to pay the rent. But I said to Jerry, and he was in agreement, I said, I don't care. The first we're gonna we're gonna tithe on this money. I don't know why we're gonna pay the bills. You know that money in our savings account isn't gonna last long because we didn't have a big savings account. But I knew, I stepped out in faith and said, I know your word tells me you're gonna take care of us. And John, he did. Uh, we got through that, and I I can honestly tell you that when we got through and he went back to work, it was just like God just kept pouring money. You know, people came in and gave money to us through the church that we didn't even know, didn't know where it came from, but we know where it came from. It came from God. And uh, so that's when I knew that if you obey it, you know, God's going to be a debtor to no man. So if you can trust him, you can trust him. And I think a lot of us have trouble trusting him sometimes with finances. <laughs> I don't true. think I'm the only one. But, I don't think you are. But it's, uh, it was a great testimony that, hey, he brought us through that. That is a wonderful story. Mm-hmm. What about the Christmas story now is really touched in a very personal way, Linda, share with us. I guess when I really studied, as we've studied Joseph and Mary, and it, it's just obedience. Mm-hmm. Again, I just it comes back to just they obeyed what God said. Oh my gosh, how much better we off we would be in our lives if we would just listen and obey. If he didn't, you know, if we didn't put up roadblocks for him, and I, I know I do that in my life sometimes, that I put up a roadblock, I get too busy. I get too busy to read my scripture like I should or to pray like I should. Uh, and then I'm so regretful and I have to confess that. But uh, if we just would listen and stay in his word and then just do what he says. Mm. So following the Lord sometimes is difficult. Is there a specific time, Linda, when you think about that it's really tough to follow Jesus? I think I think when it's hard is when peer pressure for teenagers, especially and uh even even we as adults, you know, it's what what's people going to think of us if I really if I really stand up and say what I believe at this point. Uh, maybe you're you know you're hearing some things and you don't agree with, and sometimes you just you you let it slide, and I've done that. But then there's sometimes when you know God's telling you, no, you've got to stand up and say what do you really believe, and I think. I think as we as a church, it's going to become more and more important as the years go by that we do stand up for what we really believe. Well, Father God, I thank you for Linda Starkweather, and I thank you for the way that you have ministered to Janie and I and the extended church family through Linda. God, would you just bless her this Christmas with a greater awareness of who Jesus is. Would you bless us all with that? That he is not only our Savior, but our Lord and our God. And may we truly obey him from our heart. Thank you, Linda. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here. Bless you. Thank you for listening to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. If you don't have a church home, they would like to invite you to join them this Sunday for morning worship at 1045. The church is located at 969 Granby Miners Road in Granby, Missouri. Have a blessed weekend and remember to abide in the shadow of his wings. I will rejoice in you.
my God in the shadow of your wings.